Hello, ladies and gentlemen, this is Sean Barksdale, and this is 10 Minutes of Truth. If you'd like to become a sponsor or advertise on 10 Minutes of Truth podcast, contact me, Sean Barksdale. You can reach me at 434-446-6633 or shoot me a text. Or you can reach us at 10minutesoftruth.com. And remember, we'll always provide a platform for your truth on the 10 Minutes of Truth podcast. What's your truth? Hello, hello, hello. This is Sean Barksdale, and this is 10 Minutes of Truth. This is our third episode with Mr. Wayne Wiley. If you've been listening in, we've been talking about Mr. Wayne Wiley as a jail at the Halifax County Detention Center. And we're going to continue on that path. But today, it takes a turn and a twist. Because in part one and two, we talked about the entry into the jail and navigating the day-to-day going-ons. So now we want to move on to the offender preparing for court and dealing with his or her lawyer and the expectations versus reality. How you doing today, Mr. Wayne Wiley? I'm doing great today there, Mr. Sean Boxdale. Thank you Glad so much, to be man. here. Thank you, thank you, man. So um, what, what's that like, that process of um, that individual preparing for court? Okay. Glad you asked that question because this is something that folks really need to know. Uh, we talked in one of the sessions about folks with money versus no money. When you come to jail and you don't already have a lawyer, a lot of guys go with the public defender mm-hmm. here in Halifax the experience that I watched when, when I was working at, at the jail is the public defender normally uh, going to take a phone call from you, you know, first and foremost, when he get assigned to your case, because the public defender has such a large caseload, they don't come and see you every day or once a week. Mm-hmm. Normally, you're going to see him a day or two days before you go to court. Right. So the average inmate is up in shambles because he don't know what's going on. He calling his family and everybody. They want to come down and try to call their lawyer. And, you know, sometimes you can get through. Sometimes they won't take the call. You got to bear in mind when as a jail, you only allow certain times and certain situations for an officer to bring you down. You got to put right. under a request to, to call your lawyer and a lot of times we'll call and the lawyer say, hey, let them know we'll come and see them at a certain certain time versus the individual with a paid attorney. Mm-hmm. And with a paid attorney, the paid attorney is going to come around a little bit more than a public defender. You know, he's going to make his money right. and he's going to come and see his client. And from that point, that's when you are able to talk to him and get more preparations for going to court. But if you got a public defender, like we used to say in the Navy, hurry up and wait. He'll be there when he get there. Wow. <laughs> and this is correct. This is correct. Um, what is the difference between someone with money and uh, family support uh, in, in the jail experience versus someone who's alone? Well, we we touched on that earlier. Right. Um, a person that has a nice financial support is able to live a little bit more comfortable in jail. And what I mean by that now, um, under the new policies that the jail have, and like I say, I'm not there anymore. I just know some of it from dealing with uh, a few ex-co-workers and some on a personal side. But now you have to set up an account for an inmate. 
And when you set up that account, you have to send money in for them. And if you, your family got some uh, money on your books, then you're able to buy a commissary, get a phone card to make phone calls. If you don't have that money, then again, you'll consider indigent. So you only get an indigent kit, you know, with the minimum amount of stuff. But the things that I want the family to know is an indigent person, a person that don't really have any money, when they make phone calls, they make a lot of collect calls. And when they make that collect call to home, to their loved one, to their girlfriends, you're creating a bill. I recall some years ago working at the jail, I had a young guy that I knew and I knew his significant other. And we were talking one day and she was telling me, she said, Wayne, man, I, I, you got to tell him stop calling me. I'm like, why? She said, man, my phone bill came and it was over $500 phone wow. bill. Wow. She said, I, I literally have to get another job to help pay for him being in jail wow. because he wanted to pick up the phone and call me two, three, four, five times a day. Right. So that's what you, you know, families have to realize when a person go to jail. If you'd like to become a sponsor or advertise on 10 Minutes of Truth podcast, contact me, Sean Barksdale. You can reach me at 434-446-6633 or shoot me a text. Or you can reach us at 10minutesoftruth.com. And remember, we'll always provide a platform for your truth on the 10 Minutes of Truth podcast. What's your truth? When a person go to jail, number one, they're in there for a reason, you know, and if you got the money to support them, put money on the books, tell them to manage it, you know, accordingly for the things that they need, the things that they can do. But if they don't have the money on the books, then, you know, be prepared. Right. Right. Um, this is correct. This is correct. For, so, ladies and gentlemen, understand uh, that you can become a major bill going to jail for a loved one. Um, yes, indeed. Right. Uh, moving along, we spoke earlier about uh, how you separate, you know, your personal life from from the job. And you, you explained to us, you know, um, your training in the Navy. Uh, I want to ask you, uh, how did you keep your personal life um, um, uh not 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 so much separated, but how how did uh, what I mean to ask is tell me about a, a few situations that you were were emotionally taxing for you. Okay, that's a two part question. I'm gonna go with part one. Uh, my personal life. A lot of folks know, and you already know that during my time as a jailer, I later became a minister, and as right. a minister, it's challenging. Because, you know, as a minister, you always there trying to help care for someone, you know, love and respect. But I also had a job as a law enforcement. And you got to bear in mind, everybody to go to jail ain't bad, but everybody to go to jail ain't good. Mm -hmm. You got some of these cats that's going to try you from day one. They're defiant. They don't care. They want to lay hands on you. And when I say lay hands, they want to fight. Right. So. I had to separate myself, but in the same token, one of my old slogans, I used to tell inmate, I said, one of the things you have to realize as as long as you in orange and I'm in blue, you're going to need me before I need you. And the other thing was just because I'm a minister, don't take it for granted. 
Because if you get out of hand, I'm going to lay hands on you. Ain't nothing holy about that. Right. You know, and I got to lock you down. I'm going to lock you down. If I got to throw you down, we're going to throw you down. And just to, you know, uh, contain you. And if you get hurt, you get hurt. And don't take it personal. And the next day, you know, I, when I go home, I repent and I come back. Right. <laughs> and I'm right. apologize. Right. But, you know, in all seriousness, you know, you, you have to realize that you have a job to do. Right. You know, and my job, I have to feed my family. So, you know, I got to do what I got to do. If you get ruly and, 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 and crazy and act up, you know, the, the jail got a squad that we're going to come in and put down law and order, do what we have to do to maintain. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Let's close out with some meat on the bone. Before we do that, okay. you asked me about a couple of situations, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Taxing. Right. I got a couple of good stories and I got some crazy stories. All right. Um give me give me a good one and a crazy one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the good one is I remember a young guy that came in and uh man, he was he was toe out the frame. Didn't know which way to go. Um you might even know this young man when he, when he first came in, he didn't know how much time he was looking at. Um, and I had dealt with him when I was in loss prevention. Okay. But once he came into the jail, he had a change of heart. And this guy found, you know, found the Lord. And one of the things that intrigued me about him is every morning before breakfast, we talking around six, six, six o'clock in the morning. When those doors was open, he running around and tell everybody in the park they need to come out, come out. It was praying time. And this young man would get everybody in that part. And that was one of the biggest part in Blue Ridge. And everybody came out. They got in a circle. So we talking 20, 20 plus right. inmates in one circle in prayer that was intriguing mm -hmm. and i was like wow that that was what moved me and you was i was happy to see stuff like that ones that wanted to make right. a change right you know uh but now on the other side i had an individual uh that was prejudiced didn't like didn't like me for my color mm. and felt like he could do what he wanted to do went off called me the n-word Mm. but had the audacity to throw some feces at me. Wow. And, you know, I, I had to get escorted out to jail. Right, Because right. that was one of those cats, man, where you wanted to put hands right, on right. for real, for real. Right. So, you know, that that was one of the worst. But, you know, we had to take him down and, and restrain him. Right. But, you know, when somebody called you the N-word, that was bad enough. But then to throw feces at you, bruh. Right. You know. Right. <laughs> If you'd like to become a sponsor or advertise on 10 Minutes of Truth Podcast, contact me, Sean Barksdale. You can reach me at 434-446-6633 or shoot me a text. Or you can reach us at 10MinutesOfTruth.com. And remember, we'll always provide a platform for your truth on the 10 Minutes of Truth Podcast. What's your truth? That that goes into one of the last questions because, you know, we, we spoke about, you know, not all inmates are good and bad and even the jailers are not some are good and some are bad and you know we and and and, and just talking about behavior modification methods for jailers uh 
what what is some of the things that they taught y'all with a situation like that when you like okay the job is out the door right now because this is a total disrespect yes so what methods did they have for you guys well you know that's where you had you know your sergeants and you had other co-workers that would try to intervene right um because you know you're human now you know they teach you what what they taught us and when i started off going back in the navy you use the minimum amount of force necessary mm. to restrain an, in, an inmate. And then when I first got into Halifax, it was the same way. And Blue Ridge were pretty much the same way, you know, that you had to use the minimum amount of force when you want to restrain an inmate. But now that minimum amount of force depends on the forces being set back out to you. So, you know, some of these cats, you know, gonna, gonna try you. So it, sometimes it takes two or three officers. But you learn uh, defensive tactic moves on how to restrain the inmate. And you just have to re- you know, realize that you're going to be liable. So if I did too much, then they're going to call that excessive force. You know, an excessive force, then, you know, I'm going to get charged for excessive force on inmate. But you just got to be mindful that, look, you got to do what you got to do. Right. Because at the end of the day, I want to go home the same way I came in. Absolutely. Absolutely. Understandable. Um, Once again, ladies and gentlemen, this has been episode three of the 10 Minutes of Truth podcast. And this is Sean Barksdale. Y'all come back in next week and uh, we'll have the last episode with Mr. Wayne Wally. If you'd like to become a sponsor or advertise on 10 Minutes of Truth podcast, contact me, Sean Barksdale. You can reach me at 434-446-6633 or shoot me a text or you can reach us at 10minutesoftruth.com. And remember, we'll always provide a platform for your truth on the 10 Minutes of Truth podcast. What's your truth?